You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello everyone, it's Takuyi here. And I'm Gabby. And we are the hosts of History of Everything, a podcast which you can probably guess by the name is, well, I mean, it's about everything. Do you want to know why people thought potatoes were evil and would give you syphilis? Are you curious about all the stories of the terrible and stupid ways that people have kicked the bucket over the years? Do you want to hear tales about all of the different badasses of history and the lives that they had brought to life? Well, if so, then look no further. History of Everything is just the right podcast for you. It's available on Spotify, Pandora, and anywhere else that you get your podcast from. Join us for some fun and just see how weird and wacky history can be. Hi, this is Vanity and Rebecca from Under the Plum Bob podcast. Kenny and Nathan wanted us to warn you the show may contain strong language. If that's not your thing, this may not be the podcast for you. However, if you are into that sort of thing, enjoy this episode of Queen's Podcast. Also, be sure to listen to our podcast, Under the Plum Bob, if you are into strong language about the game we all love, The Sims. Hi, this is Katie. And this is Nathan. And you're listening to Queen's Podcast, the show about badass women in history. Hey, Nathan. What up, Katie? So, uh, this is our first time recording like a regular episode remotely because this, we are practicing social distancing. Yeah, we're not an effort to to flatten the curve. Yeah, we don't, we can't see each other right now. So, (laughs) this is bizarre. Nathan, I miss your face so much. I know. I just want to. I know. So we're hoping you guys can bear with us if there's any technical difficulties while, or if anything's a little off. I'm sure many of you are experiencing things that are a little off right now. Preach. On, on um, account of this being a global <laughs> pandemic that we are Booyah. going through. Oh, it's craziness. horrible. I know. I'm Have you been? Uh, okay, let, let, let's stop. Here for a moment, okay. Katie. How have okay. you been dealing with this? I have been working out a ridiculous <laughs> amount. Well, so that's I'm not bad. Out, I'm out of quarantine, like fucking ripped. Like I found <laughs> um, this YouTube channel with this uh, trainer that puts out a new video every day. They're usually very little equipment is needed, and they're usually somewhere between 30 minutes to 45 minutes long. Okay. So she is getting me through it, and um, and I'm just so grateful that I don't live alone. I feel so bad. So anybody <laughs> out there that lives alone, I if you need to do like a video chat with me to get through it, I am here for you because I'm okay. just so lonely oh, if I didn't oh, have my husband, oh, you know? Totally understand. So that's been my thing is like practicing my mental health in all of this. So I just kind of want to preach that right now is that I've been going outside on my breaks for work, on this for that, going for walks, bringing my dog out. Like I'm making sure to be in the sunlight just for a little bit because you know what? You might go crazy. My coworker, what? Because I'm lucky enough. I I know so many people that have been let go or laid off because their companies can't 
thrive with remote employees. Oh, that's um, so sad. I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky. I know. Uh, we're so lucky to have jobs that we can work remotely. My um, my coworker the other day was like, now I know why my dog is so excited to go for his three walks a day. <laughs> yeah, right. It is so true. And like, so if but- anybody is tuning into this in like five years <laughs> from now and is like, what the fuck are they talking about? We are in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic (laughs) and we are all locked up in our houses going crazy still being bougie bitch Um, (laughs) the hardest thing for me has been actually this is not a good day for it because I have our cocktail right here but I've like it's been hard for me not to drink every day because like you know you're done with work and it's like you're just like well I would normally go to the gym at this time or I would normally do take my dogs for a walk, but I took them for a walk at lunchtime. I went to <laughs> I, my dogs in my are, living room. Like, yeah, so you're I've been fucked. like, well, you're a glass of wine. So I, that's been my biggest challenge is not drinking every day. Um, but what is, what's been your biggest challenge, Nathan? My biggest challenge has been getting out. Like, yeah. And I'm already an introvert. Like, you know, I'm already somebody that is kind of that way where I'm cool at home by myself anyway, but okay. I'm just going to break it down real, real quick. Um, my mom passed away at the beginning of March, so I've been dealing with that. And so I've, in my head, I'm saying to myself, I need to get out and talk to people because you can only be in grief for so long. And now I'm greeted with a special way of communicating. (laughs) I was thinking about you yesterday. It's been rough. His mom passed away. And then like the next week, the entire world came to a halt. She picked a good time to peace out. You know, like I'm gonna What's be that real. Song, like you left, a, you picked a good time to leave me. <laughs> it's, it's not true. funny. I'm but, sorry. No, no, it's not. But I mean, at, uh, what a per- perfect timing! Perfect timing. I know. Well, I, uh, I love you, Nathan, and I hope you're getting through this fine. Well, thank you. That's why and we I'm took so, a break. That's why we yeah, took a break. So we took a break, but now we're back. Well, and we were going to take a longer break because I was supposed to be in Europe on Wednesday. But that's not happening. (laughs) Europe. (laughs) Europe is not happening for me. I mean, it sucks for us, but we've been able to get most of our money from the trip back. It really sucks for the people whose wedding we were going to Cyprus to attend. Oh, that sucks. But anyway. (laughs) Let's not talk about horrible circumstances that are happening right now. Well, because we're going to get into some other horrible circumstances in a little bit. Because history. Because history is, what is it, Nathan? A bag of dicks. A bag of dicks. So we thought that this time of while we're learning to record separately and kind of flexing this new muscle of um, learning this new skill. Flexing a muscle. Y'all. We thought it would be a good time to, because we have this long list of queens that we're going to cover. And there's a lot of queens on there that it's like, uh, kind of more obscure, not a whole lot of information on their lives. Preach, preach. Um, And so we thought maybe this time would be a good time to cover some of those more obscure women um, because they're just as fascinating, even if we have to fill in the gaps a little bit more ourselves. Yeah. 
And so when I came across this woman, whose name is Ingeborg of Denmark. Okay, can we and- can we just stop right now and just call her Iggy? Yeah, we're just going to call her Iggy because <laughs> I'm not saying Ingeborg for an hour. Ingeborg. Yeah. No, no, um, no, but you. so she's obscure. She's interesting. And she also experienced over 20 years of isolation, which I feel like we can all relate to right now. <laughs> Super relatable. Yes. So she is um, Iggy Ingeborg of Denmark. AKA Iggy, Iggy. Iggy, Iggy. She was the scorned oh, queen of France who totally got the shaft and spent a great deal of time of her life in isolation. You've probably never heard of her. And that's <laughs> what we're going to talk about today. But first, Nathan, what am I drinking? <laughs> I love how you said that. Um, uh, limp dick. Uh, limp dick. <laughs> so you are drinking... You are drinking a ounce of amaretto, an ounce of Jack Daniels, Red Bull, and Coke. Um, limp dick. So this is just a whole lot of limp dick, and that will make sense later on in our story. <laughs> I don't mind it. I'm not a huge fan of amaretto. It's a little too sweet for me usually. But yeah, agreed, agreed. But my husband really likes amaretto, so that bottle of amaretto won't go. <laughs> Won't go unused. So Nathan ended. Nathan ended up uh, forgetting to go to the liquor store um, because he's still absent-minded even after all of this. Still the same. So I ended up getting a glass of or glass (laughs) bottle of red wine. (laughs) Just one glass. Okay. Glass. So it's called Buenos Hermanos. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure. trying to get <laughs> Jimenez Ridi. It's a Malbec. It's a Malbec from 2014. So oh, it's, it's way, 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 way back. Uh, taking it pre-coronavirus. Oh, 2014. <laughs> there was no coronavirus and we had a president that could make full sentences. <laughs> Hurrah. Hurrah. <laughs> All right. Let's do some shout outs. All right, so first I'm going to shout out our queen, mother, bougie-ass ho supporters. Our top-tier supporters, thank you so much, guys, are Ashley, Charity, Delania, Emily, Heather, Lizzie, Madison, and Natalie. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, bougie-ass hoes. (laughs) Bougie-ass hoes. Next are our queen consort supporters. Okay. are are just consort supporters since I think we got some gentlemen in the mix there now. So we're not gender specific here, but we're our all queens que- here. We're all queens. So our queen consort supporters are Adelaide, Alexandra, Alexandra, um, Allison D, Allison L, Alyssa, Amanda, Amber, Anne, Ashley, Audrey, Augusta, Barry, Bethany. Brittany, Brittany H, Callie, Carson, Charlotte, Chelsea M, Chelsea R, Christina, Claire, Cody, Crystal, Danny H, Danny N, Danielle, Daphne, Deanna, Delaney, Dietra, Diana, Emily, Emma, Erica, Erin, Evan, Haley, Y, Haley O, Colleen, Jackie, Jamila, Jamie, Jara, Jessica, 
Jose, Julie, Carla, Kat, Catherine, Kaylee, Kiki, Kristen, Kristen C, Christina, Kylie, La Monica, Lauren, Lauren L, Lauren S, Linda, Lindsay, Lindsay J, Maya, Megan, Mel, Melanie, Melissa, Michelle, Miranda, Morgan, Nicolette, Paula, Peggy, Rachel, Raina, Rita, Roxana, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah K. Love you, girl. Shauna, Cherilee, Shantae, Stephanie, Tabitha, Tara, Taylor, Terry, Toby, Tarista, Valerie, and Zeph. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Over on our Empress supporters, we've got Aaron, Amy, Amanda, Amber, Anastasia, Angelica, Annette, April, Ashley, Beck, Bonnie, Brianna, Brendan, Brianna, Brooks, Candice, Camille, Krista, Christine, Claire, Danielle, Deanna, Aaron, Genevieve, Greg, Isabel, Jackie, Jacqueline, Jamie, Jared, Jennifer, Jessica, 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 Jody, <laughs> Jolene, Julia, Jolene. Julianne, Karen, Kate, Caitlin, Kathy, Kaylee, Kelly, Kevin, Kiana, Corey, Christy, Kim, Lana, Laura, Lauren, Lietta, Lucy, Maddie, Mariah, Maureen, Nicole, Piper, Rebecca, Robin, Rowena, Samantha, Sarah, Sandra, Savannah, Sophie, Spencer, Stacy, Stephanie, Tammy, Taylor, Tiffany, Tracy, Yen, and Yelena. But thank you so much to all of our supporters. Not even, and obviously to our Patreon supporters on every level. But from the, but every, from the bottom up. From the bottom up. Yeah. From the bottom everybody up. Everybody that supports us, uh, you support us just by like going and giving us a good review or just listening. So thanks, guys. Mwah. We love you. Love Keep it going. <laughs> okay. We will survive. <laughs> yeah. All right. So back to Ingeborg. It, Iggy. It, Iggy. Let's talk about Iggy's family. Like, let's start from the very beginning because it's a very good place to start. Um, <laughs> so, when was she born? Uh, probably in 1174. And okay. she's probably born in Denmark. <laughs> These are sounding like educated guesses. <laughs> Well, why would we ever need to know when a woman was born? <laughs> ah, bag of dicks. But <laughs> her father was King Valdemar of Denmark. And a fun fact, he's actually a descendant of our cray-cray girl, Olga of Kiev. Yeah! <laughs> War so queen. Iggy was Olga's, like, sixth or seventh great-granddaughter. On this has father's mother's side. This has nothing to do with the podcast, but we just wanted to say, yeah, it doesn't come up again in the story. I just think that's cool. Very cool. Trey cool. Very cool. Trey cool. Trey cool. Mui coolio. Her dad's so, life was kind of crazy. Her dad's dad 
was murdered right before her dad was born. So, so then he was, like, he was basically born in this like civil war for the throne. Like, yes, it's a wackadoodle story, which we don't have time to completely dive into, but nope. just know that like it involves like a red wedding style dinner. Yeah. So get slaughtered. So Valdemar became king of all of Denmark at about age 26. And he united Denmark and ended the Civil War. So Daddy Valdemar is a pretty popular dude, yo. Yeah. And so her mother, her mother was this woman named Sophia. And she was like in the Polish royal family. But their families have like a confusing backstory. So remember how we said um, Daddy Valdemar was a key player in the Civil War. Yeah, so he probably had some, like, bitches that he was angry at, some, like, rivals and shit, you know? One of the rival kings, so in the Civil War, there was, like, three rival kings, and one of them was this dude named Canute, and Canute is Mama Sophia's half-brother. Oh, I see where this is going. I see where this and is so going. Then they, so then... Valdemar and Sophia, when they got married, it kind of tied up the Civil War in a nice pretty bow. For you Tudor files, it's kind of like the end of the Wars of the Roses with yeah. Henry the Seventh and Elizabeth of York. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so we don't know a whole lot about Mama, but uh, she was a little bit cray. Um, legend goes that mama killed daddy's mistress. <laughs> so I'm going to assume that she's not like one of these doting, uh, like sweetheart mothers that just, no, wants to no, dinner. I don't think, she, I don't think she was very like, no, you know, no. nice. All right. We don't know a whole lot about mom and dad's relationship, but we have to assume that they kind of liked each other because yeah. they had at least nine children together. Yeah. And she was like number seven of nine. And that's yes. a bunch that lived into like adulthood. Yeah. Uh, those are those are the nine children that lived into adulthood. So it's completely possible that they had more children than that because it was the Middle Ages and children died all the time. Like, you know? so she's Iggy's like the perfect wife. She's got like, she's fertile as fuck. She can make babies. She's like, rich. She's a princess. She's yeah. Come on. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Her upbringing, I mean, like, we're just going to have to make a bunch of educated guesses because there's just not a whole lot of information, you know? Yeah, we know that they were Christians in answer to the Pope, so we're going to assume there's some religious studies in there somewhere. Yes, uh, her and her sisters would have most likely been brought up by, like, governesses. And yeah, and maybe help. learn some reading, perhaps? I would also assume that they, because, um, like, w wives being able to, like, entertain was such a big part of Middle Ages, like, aristocracy back then. So I'd also assume that they probably learned, like, an instrument and some basic singing. Yeah. And sewing and shit like that. So there's no indication that any of them were, like, sent off for, like, a proper education that we would have gotten maybe in the 14th, 15th, 16th century sort of thing. Because, again, yeah. we're talking, like, 12th century. So they, they're yeah. not quite sending people off for educations in some foreign country somewhere. 
Yeah, it, I from what I could tell, because like um, two of her brothers became king. So try so when trying to research her upbringing, there's obviously a lot more information on her brothers. So I tried mm-hmm. to research their upbringing and their education, and I didn't see anything about them being sent off to different courts to learn. So um, I'm making the educated guess that they were all raised together in the same household. Yeah, I would. I I think that's logical. Yeah. So, but what we do know is that when Iggy was about six years old, her dad ended up dying. How'd he die? How'd he die? Don't yeah. We, we, <laughs> don't fucking know. Of uh, of uh, 12th century causes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was like 51 years old, so I'm, I'm going to put my gamble on like heart disease. like Or, or um, paper like, cut, you know, yeah. <laughs> ear infection. I mean, we brought we the gamut in this bit. I mean, it does sound like if it was like anything nefarious, I feel like I would have come across it. Cause at first, whenever I saw that he died when his daughter was only six, I was like, Oh fuck. Like I'd already read about some red wedding shit in his youth, but that Future. doesn't seem to be the case. It's no. probably just 51. He's, he's it, seen it, many, many decades. It's, it's done. Done. Yeah. <laughs> so her brother, Knut, the sixth, became god god damn it i'm glad that's a name that is not in circulation anymore please let's not see a rebirth in popularity of knut knut it's kaput (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) knut the kaput the sixth became king and for the next decade of her life or so we really don't know really that much about her life uh we do know her mom was like remarried two years later and left Denmark. So that makes me assume even further that her mother was not a very hands-on mom. Because yeah. she left Denmark with her new husband and they're not saying any of her nine children left with her. So yeah, so her, her seven da- children, I'm sorry. Her dad and her what mom. Was it nine are- children. How many fucking children was it? Nine Doesn't children. matter. Move nine on. Children. Nine, 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 nine. <laughs> Nobody nine. Nine. So nine. <laughs> her dad and her mom are both gone. So she was almost certainly raised by like nannies and royal staff. So fast forward to about. 1191. Iggy's just been chilling in Denmark, doing Danish things. Yeah, she's just <laughs> doing Danish things. Um, her, her, her brother gets word that the king of France is uh, like, so the king of France like sends him like a carrier pigeon letter and it's just like, you got like, any single sisters? He, Let's he, make swiped, he, he swiped right on Denmark. <laughs> yes i don't i have been married so long that i have never i don't know which way you swipe for liking someone but i have to assume you're telling me he said yes to denmark <laughs> yes just send me a fucking broad bitch yeah yeah and this is a sweet fucking deal for denmark because france is like it's fucking france you know it's like such a bigger like superpower. Than so Denmark. how did they how did they land on Iggy? Well, her eldest sister was already married, and her two next sisters were nuns. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so fucking logical. They took a vow of celibacy. So yeah. maybe that maybe that puts a big old cock block. 
But like the thing was, is that um, the King of France was like, Denmark has got a baller navy. They've got a bone to pick with England. We're France. We've always got a bone to pick with England. And they will be, the King of France looked at it like, um, they will be grateful for my alliance, which full of yourself much. Right. But, but. At the same time, Denmark was, like, very grateful for the alliance. Like, <laughs> And so when Philip, uh, when the king of France, this guy named Philip, was, like, got any sisters, and Canute was like, well, yeah, like, but what's your criteria? And he was like, vagina. I don't care. I just want to make an alliance and have some heirs. Like, that needs to be on a t-shirt. Vagina, question mark, dot, 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 I don't care. <laughs> no, but yeah, so France is like, I literally could not care less. Just send me a bride. So Brother King was like, fuck yeah, let's get this in writing. <laughs> right. Let's, get, and let's re- get in formation with this shit. Absolutely. And we really don't have any idea how Iggy really felt about this because I'm sure no one took a minute to stop and like, really. Why would they possibly her? ask her how she felt <laughs> about being sold off to France? You know? Right. Like, but put yourself in her shoes. She probably always knew it was a possibility that she may end up being married off or an alliance, you know, as is the life of a fucking princess. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag princess life. Yeah. <laughs> and since she hadn't become a nun, like her other two sisters who took that vow of celibacy, might drop. Um, I guess she would want to be married. And Queen of France is a pretty, I mean, like, <laughs> that is like the best LinkedIn job title you can have. <laughs> Queen of France. Queen of France. <laughs> Nathan, Queen of France. Like, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm Queen of France. You know, like, that's, that's best pretty LinkedIn. good. Best LinkedIn. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. <laughs> oh my God. So let's put a pin in this shit. Fergie and learn a few things about Philip II of France. Love me to be. Oh, and can we please talk about him? He is so fragile, dick energy. Fragile, the more (laughs) I learn about Philip II of France, the more I hate Philip II of France. Preach, girl. So, this. Dude. So he had been married to his first wife when they were both children, because that's what royals do. Yes. And then Philip became king when he was like 15, and his wife was about 10. <laughs> yeah, so they were married when they were like 10 and 5. So when his first wife was 14 years old, he tried to divorce her on the grounds that she hadn't produced an heir yet. And all of the courts were like, but... She's, Dude, she's 14. She's, yeah, she hasn't produced an hair yet. She maybe hasn't started her period yet. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, no. dude, you gotta give it time. It was really more because, like, her brother or father did something oh, in a God. war. War thing. dick energy. War, war dick, dick energy. energy. <laughs> and his first wife is just sitting there being like, I don't know. Like, you want to play with dolls? I don't know what fucking 14 year olds did. And. <laughs> In the 12th century, but like he was not able to put her aside. But this is the kind of um, war dick energy asshole we're dealing with. That just he he views. You can tell from 
such a young age, if she was 14, he was 19. From such a young age, he views women as disposable. So his wife eventually... Remember that. That'll be in Yeah, a bookmark. So his wife ended up, like his first wife, gave him an heir. But then died in childbirth, giving birth to twins a couple years later. Which I Yeah, so... And the twins both died as well. So she's Ugh. gone, but he does have an heir. He has one son, and um, so that's but he needs important. another. He needs another, yeah. though. And so after a couple of years of not having a wife, he would. I think his son um, came down with a cold and then recovered. But he was like, "Oh fuck! It's the 12th century. Children die every day for absolutely no reason. I need more children. You know, I need another vagina." And that's when he was like, <laughs> "Hey, Denmark, you up?" And Iggy's like, "Oh shit." Is that my calling? Bitch, yes. Let's go off to France, motherfucker. We're going to France. So it appears she didn't take any fucking French lessons. So she's like going in like, I don't know what you're talking about. I just don't understand. We keep running into this. Like with princesses going to other countries and not knowing the language. It's like, I understand learning languages is hard. But why didn't someone get her a fucking tutor? Like... (sighs) It was going to take her at least a couple of weeks to get to France. She could have practiced on the journey. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what else are you going to (laughs) do? So Iggy heads to France in 1193. So she would have been... This sources conflict on if she was 17 or 19. So let's split the difference and say she was 18. It's a, it's, a, it's a nice median, a nice yes. rounding of a number. So she was yes. escorted to France in fucking style, motherfucker. So yeah. Philip had sent a fancy-ass ship and a bunch of fancy-ass dignitaries to escort her. He's wanting to, pr- he's wanting to impress her. Yeah. Right? And, and wanting and, to impress her brother, the king. Like... Look, I'm sending a limo, but it's a boat, you know? Yeah, and a bunch of Danish fancy-ass dignitaries went too. But most importantly to Philip, she was coming to France with fucking 10,000 fucking gold mugs money. I don't know what the conversion rate is, but But every single thing I I read mentioned the 10,000 marks. So I think we need to assume it was a noteworthy amount of money. Ker-ching, ker-ching. Ker-ching, (laughs) ker-ching. So Iggy rocks on up to France, and she's pretty fucking popular at court. She's described as this uh, pious and kind, beautiful. And I mean, that's what people want in a new queen. I mean, those are those are all the criteria. Right. When you rock up to be queen, they want you to be pious, beautiful, and kind. Boom. Mind and rich. Done. Done. <laughs> she doesn't meet Philip until the actual wedding day which is the day after she arrives. And that, well, them getting married the day after she arrives isn't completely unprecedented. It was a little, everybody was kind of like, what's the rush? Yeah. Because, I mean, one, she still probably would have had jet lag, sea lag. (laughs) Ship lag. A ship lag? I don't know. And, um, like, in most cases... The wedding would be rushed by our standards, but they'd yeah. at least be like maybe 
two or three weeks later. Yeah, so you would least- expect them to like meet each other and make sure that they don't want to cut each other's heads off. Like, right. you know, like you want to make sure that right. a week or two of being I mean, together, you're not like, well, these kind of dynastic marriages, they weren't necessarily taking love into account, but you wanted to make sure that neither party, for whatever reason, was like grossed out by the other yeah. one or something. Most importantly, that the king wasn't grossed out by his future bride. So picture but- it, August 15th, 1193. Princess Iggy of Denmark and F- King Philip II of France are bewed. <laughs> and it's the first time they see each other. Yeah, we- I know, right? <laughs> we have nothing about their wedding. It is no, all erased, burned, probably. <laughs> I mean, we have to imagine that it was um, a Fancy to-do. pants? Fancy yeah. pants. It was fancy yeah. pants. I- I'd also imagine, like, after the wedding ceremony, there was a banquet... And that then the couple couple were put to bed together. We so it's not going to be like a Catherine de' Medici episode where they're like yeah. watching them go to bed. So it's yeah, not there's not like a bedding ceremony. Like, yeah. my dad watching me fuck for the first time. That's awkward. Um, no, not that. None of that. None of that. <laughs> they were they were probably put to bed together, but then everybody left. It wasn't like a. Let's watch and make sure they consummate the thing, which um, that'll be important later. And you know what? I feel like for Iggy's sake, I wish someone would have stayed and watched just so just for her sake for later. Oh, wow. Anyway. Well, you're right. Well, that's what our drink is named after. <laughs> Maybe he did have some limp dick. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, so Perhaps. the net. And this also seems very rushed. So the day. It just shows you how, on paper, the king, Philip, was so ready to get his queen, like, officially a queen, so he could start having babies on babies on babies, because the day after their wedding literally was her coronation. Literally. And literally. Like, that. usually, like, I mean, we've talked about a lot of coronations in this show before, but they're usually, like, two or three months later. Yeah, so, so like, she's like crowned. She's like anointed as the queen of France. This is a whole religious thing. It's so, a big fucking deal. Yeah, and you do have to remember how seriously people took these things back then. But uh, during mass, Philip like looked sick during this whole thing. Like, like notably, like yeah, people were like, but. But no one thought did it was he drink too much? Did exactly. He- <laughs> they thought like maybe he was hungover from the feast the night before, or maybe he didn't get enough sleep, or maybe he had food poisoning. That, but like it was notably like maybe he had coronavirus. <laughs> he it was probably that he had coronavirus. Like that is most likely what it was. <laughs> but so like as soon as the coronation was over. He goes up to like the Danish dignitaries and he's like, Hey dudes, what's up? Do you have a good time? Do you get some good wine? Yeah, cool, 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 cool. Hey, can you take Iggy back with you whenever you go to leave? <laughs> yeah, oh my god. And I'm sure they're like, uh yeah, so, uh uh what? Uh, they thought he was joking. They were like, These French dudes have a weird sense of humor. <laughs> so what? <laughs> and it, but no, Philip was like, I just want to pretend like 
this whole thing never happened. That is so fucking awkward. Like, how can you imagine being one of the people like, okay, okay? No, they were, they just like assumed they were, yeah, they were not like, okay. They were like, oh, he's joking. He's making this a is, weird joke. This is just- I cannot stress this enough back when the coronations were like such a religious thing. And um, when you get anointed by a bishop or whoever as like by like the holy oils or what the fuck ever. It's like it is like the country and everybody acknowledging that God has chosen you to be the queen. And so like she's she's gotten the holy oils and whatnot. Jesus oils. She's got the Jesus oils. (laughs) And so for him to try to like backstep it after it's all, it's an affront, but okay, it's an affront Katie, to the religious. Katie, Katie what the fuck happened on their wedding night to make this like go that way? Uh, like, uh, what the fuck happened when they like tried to quote unquote consummate the marriage? Like, what the fuck happened? I just I just keep imagining you know Arrested Development when Job is like, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> like that's what I keep thinking. <laughs> Philip is Job, basically, on his segue. Oh, my God. Um, We have no idea. Philip um, would say, like, at the coronation, he was like, no, we didn't didn't fuck last night. Um, So, please, Denmark takes these backsies. And... um, yeah, they're they like, appro- wait, what? What? No, there's no taxis backseat. And so they approach they approach Iggy, and I I assume she's still in like her coronation robes, and like the oil is still like oily on her forehead and chest or whatever. Jesus oil. <laughs> and she's like one thousand percent legally binding Queen of France. And so yeah. they're like um, your highness, how committed are you to this title? And she's, <laughs> and she's like, like bitch, bitch, what you mean? And she's like, I've already changed my LinkedIn. So, <laughs> so I'm pretty invested in this shit. I'm pretty invested. You know what <laughs> so, when they told her that the king had changed his mind and didn't want to be married to her, she fucking panicked. Yeah. She went like to like fight or flight mode, you know? And she chose flight. Yeah, no, uh, I, I might too. <laughs> she, well, because she doesn't have any friends in this country. She yeah. doesn't know anybody. She's only been there for two days. So, and bitch, so she runs off. Get to, like, to a nunnery. She, she <laughs> declares sanctuary. Do you know, it makes me think of when people like claim sanctuary, you know, that episode of The Office where Michael Scott declares bankruptcy just by yelling, I declare bankruptcy. bankruptcy. That's what I just imagine her running into a church being like, I declare sanctuary. Yeah, it, it just always makes me think of Quasimodo. Sanctuary. Oh, you're right. Sanctuary. Anyway. <laughs> I just got my cousin's uh, Disney Plus login. Maybe I'll watch that later tonight. Ooh. Don't tempt me with a good time. You want to FaceTime that shit? Oh, shit, girl. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, let's focus on Iggy and we'll talk about the hunchback later. So, we should, no, we shouldn't call him the hunchback anymore. There's got to be a more PC term for it these days. The we'll circle back. We'll, we'll discuss that offline. Okay. offline. <laughs> so, 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 
So she declares sanctuary and she didn't know what else to do. She's in this fucking strange country with nobody else and like has no no friends, she's got no family, nothing. But while she was there, she made sure that Philip got this fucking message. Like we slept together, bitch, on our wedding night. And And you fucking fucking know it. You so your dick it. was limp, your but I put it in my puss. Was in here. We did it. I am queen of France. I got oil on my head and everything. Once she settled into the co- the convent, she like wrote um, the Pope a letter. And she's like, dear Pope, hold on to your hat because there's some <laughs> crazy ass shit going on in France. Okay, wait, but why did Philip want out of this marriage so bad? We just honestly don't know, and that's something historians have been asking for uh, a many <coughs> years. Um, honestly, okay, so if Iggy had some horrible, like, deformity, yeah, like some weird yeah. genital thing. I feel like it would have been documented somewhere. But her even vagina being, had teeth. Like yeah. they would have been like her vagina had teeth. Even it was not good. The king's like BFFs were like in letters, just being like, "I don't fucking know." She seemed pretty nice to me. Her so there was no obvious. There was no obvious deformities. Um. So honestly, what. I think is that probably one, they just didn't have that instant chemistry. Well, maybe yeah. that's what happens when you marry a stranger for the first time you meet them. <laughs> yeah. um, you get married right before you, and you secondly, never even met. <laughs> I think the king probably realized that um, Denmark wasn't this global superpower like France. Like Denmark was kind of. Like when he chose Denmark to partner with for a second marriage, it did kind of seem to a lot of people like he just basically threw a dart at a map. Yeah, you know, and like Denmark had ships on ships on ships. Like yes, but it was a random maybe. choice, and I think he probably a day or so before the wedding, somebody probably told him like, "Well, this other place has more money." Yeah, and yeah, they're going to give you ten thousand marks, but this other place had, you know, like. I think it. I think what it really came down to was politics, and that they didn't have instant chemistry. So if one of those things would have been mm-hmm. different, I think this whole story would have gone differently. Do you agree? Agreed. Philip and Iggy are both writing to the Pope, stating their fucking case, and Philip even sent the Pope this totally falsified family tree thingy, being like, "Look, I just found out. Oh my god." The, the, I can just see him like a beautiful mind with like <laughs> straps and trees and being like, we're related. I can't you know, marry her. I you know what it made her. me think of? What? It made me think of, do you remember that time where Trump in a tweet or whatever accidentally said that Alabama was part of a hurricane like trajectory? Oh. And then like the, and then they were like, <laughs> no, it's not. And he was like, but look at this chart. And he had obviously drawn on with Sharpie where he circled Alabama. <laughs> that's what this family tree makes me think of where he's like we're related and the pope is like prove it and he like just circles and sharpie like, like we're related we're related because <laughs> it was falsified it was not a real family tree and, and obviously the pope like takes a side and is like 
uh, take your fucking wife back and live with her. This is stupid, bitch. <laughs> and Philip promptly responds, la, 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 I can't hear you. No, 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 no. Like he has this, I have my fingers in my ears. You can't see it, but that's what I'm doing. This la, is la, my la, la, tragedy la. that Nathan and, and Katie can't record together. And that's King Philip of France. Isolation. Um, hardcore. So three months later, three months later, Philip held a council meeting with all the religious leaders in France. And Iggy and, like, one Danish dude were invited. And it was a hearing to see if the council in France would agree that the marriage was invalid. The entire meeting was held in Parlez-vous Francais? Why didn't... Okay, apparently... She didn't know Iggy France. did not... She didn't France. know... She didn't speak any French. Why did she not spend that three months... In sanctuary, fucking French. learning like on peut France. Uh, like <laughs> I, I went. I did a six-week study abroad in Paris. I did not come back, you know, fluent by any means. But if I thought like the rest of my life depended on it, I would have learned a little bit more than je ne parle pas français, which means yeah, sorry, right. I don't speak French. <laughs> Don't dare install la biblioteca. Oh, wait, that's Spanish. Bye. Yeah. Ue la biblioteca? I don't know. <laughs> In my study abroad, I never once went to the library. <laughs> so, so Philip shows up with his made-up fucking family tree, and all these French dudes are like, yep, 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 yep. Cheer out. Carry out. Yep. Seems legit. legit. Yep. He circled it in Sharpie and everything. And then they're like, yep, this marriage is annulled. But like, so it's going so fast that Iggy can't keep up and she doesn't really speak French. And she's got her one Danish dude there with her to like translate. But it's going so fast that he can't tell her what all is going on in real time. And so basically when it's all over and they're saying that her marriage is annulled, the Danish dude was like, so... I've got some bad news for you. <laughs> Your marriage has been annulled. And she stands up and shouts in the middle of like all the like, you know, important dudes in France. Oh, she hell goes, no. She goes, <laughs> Malafrancia, Malafrancia, Roma, Roma, which translates to bad France, bad France, taking my case to Rome. To Rome, to Rome, which, which means like I'm, I'm, I'm going to the Pope. I got the Pope in my pocket. Y'all going down? I'm in a Pope. I'm in your uh, pocket. And the Pope was like, oh, I'm in the Pope. Take back this nice lady. I'm in a nice pocket. <laughs> so <laughs> Philip responds by. Having her taken to a monastery near Paris where he could be, you know, keeping his tabs on her. Yeah, because where she had been in sanctuary before was kind of like he didn't have any control there. It's just she's like a, a fucking prisoner. She's, she's a yeah. fucking prisoner. Let's get yeah, over it. Basically. So, personally, after like a couple weeks of that shit, I'd be like, all right, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I not the queen Katie, of France. Let me go home. It. Like, let me go I, home. I think, Katie, you'd be over it, but I would be like the Catherine of Aragon, like, no. Oh no! Isolation for I wouldn't have even lasted three months in sanctuary. After like day two, I'd be like, "Fine, fuck it, I'm just gonna go home." I was a princess there, Katie. Like, I'm righteous as fuck. I'm righteous as fuck. Oh, I got like, no scruples. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'd be like, I don't fucking care about. Like, I'll just go home. I'm sick of living with these nuns. Take me home. But um, this just shows how deeply her religious beliefs were. Yeah. Since she'd been anointed by God, she really did believe, okay, God chose me for this role. This is part of God's plan. God wants me for some reason to be in the situation I'm in right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would have been like, hey, life in Denmark. That's pretty sweet. Bye. Peace. But Philip ended up like banishing all the Danish delegates that were still in France. Oh. And So this poor teenage girl, because she's... Maybe she was 19 by this time. We don't know. Like, she's still a teenager. She doesn't have a friend in the whole country. I know. Everyone in all uh, of Europe thinks Philip is being, like, a super dick, but no one stands up for her. Iggy, Iggy, oh, can't you see? Sometimes your love just hypnotizes me. No, it didn't. (laughs) Philip did not feel that way at all. So, but no, it's really sad. She writes to the Pope. Saying that she's considering committing suicide. Oh, that's that's definitely not something the Pope uh, the Pope would be like, oh, oh fuck. Uh, Teenagers are fucking dramatic. Yeah, but and I feel like it was it was just oh poor girl. So her brother, the King of Denmark, has been off like crusading, doing the Jesus thing, but I guess he finally heard about what was crusading, going down. Doing the Jesus thing. <laughs> yeah, doing the Jesus thing. We should open a church called Doing the Jesus Thing. <laughs> it would make so much money. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I guess he finally found out what was going on with his baby sister and was like, say what? <laughs> Yeah, so he sends the Pope his own family tree drawing and is like, we are not related to Philip. And this, like, this dude is just making shit up. And the Pope was like, yeah, I had a feeling that Philip was just making this shit up. And so he sends Philip an order being like, I declare your marriage to Iggy super fucking valid. You should not... Get married again under any circumstances. And then Philip's like, uh, married again? Yeah, all Philip okay. heard was, all Philip heard was, get married again. <laughs> and Philip yeah. was like, oh, get married again? Yeah, sure. I'll marry yeah, somebody yeah. else. Do that. No, In 1196, he married this woman named Agnes of Morania. All right, so the last Pope, the uh, Pope, the Pope, he died. And it's this new Pope was... And he was fucking pissed that these people just like circumvented. What oh yeah, he's like, said. he's like, okay, yeah, you might be the king of a country, but I'm the king of the religion. If I tell you to go back to your wife, you go back to your wife. You don't marry some other bitch. Yeah. So though, this though, is- I, though I think Agnes of Manaria was completely very nice lady, but by all accounts, but. Eh. So this, this was a bad situation for all the women in it. Jazz hands, jazz hands, jazz hands. So the Pope that did this was like Pope Innocent. And he gives this order and he calls everybody up and says, Hey priest, everybody, you can't do anything that is quote unquote holy work. It was called an interdict. And what, yeah, basically like you were saying, it means, um, Besides um, baptisms and mm-hmm. christenings, and besides like last rites on somebody's like deathbed, you can't perform any 
clergy work. So you can't, no one in the clergy could, they couldn't hold church services. They couldn't hear confession. They couldn't do weddings. The, um, the king's own son had to go to Normandy to get married. They couldn't, they couldn't do any thing. And so the people of France. Religion, religion is life at that point. Like that's all you do is religion, eat, breathe, sleep, religion. Religion had a hand in politics and the running of the country and business. There wasn't anything in the 12th century that religion didn't have a hand in. So to be like, no, like the, it shut down. Everyone was just sort of pissed the fuck off, you know? And include Philip in that. Um, Philip was pissed. And no one's going to tell the priest in his own country what to do. So he told the clergy to, you know, carry on as usual, going against the order of the the fucking uh, the Pope. Uh, So... I'm sure that was fucking weird. He goes to Iggy in her convent and it's like, you need to agree to this fucking annulment like for real. And she's like, no, I'm the queen. We were married. We slept together. I was anointed by God. There's that whole thing. I'm the queen. Bitch. And so Philip like fucking storms out. And decides Iggy needs to suffer. And he tells the nuns and whatnot, like, give her less food. And she's only allowed... Starvation. Um, Starvation sounds like the cure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's only allowed out of her room, like, once a day. And she can't see any visitors. And she can only have company, like, 30 minutes a day. Like, social distancing... Sounds to the a extreme. lot like what we're dealing with now. She was so isolated from the world. Like, she wasn't even allowed to receive letters. Like, uh, bitch, I'm, I'm losing lo- it in my isolation a little bit. And I have the entire internet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just cannot. Girl, Can you I've been- just imagine the dark places your mind goes when you're left alone like that, you know? Uh, you just look up at the fucking stones that are your prison cell. I know. And she's oh the queen of France. So during her isolation, <laughs> Philip. What was that again? Wait. Fucking queen of France. Um, <laughs> during her isolation, um, like we said, Philip marries a new wife. She can't have a coronation because all of that is shut down. But do you. Um, okay. Okay. Do you really think that Philip loved any one of his wives? I think if he loved any one of his wives, it was this one. But I think maybe he he was incapable of loving anybody but himself is my takeaway from this man. But th- this um, Agnes woman um, did not deserve the life that she ended up leading. But I do think he had genuine affection for her. Darren Iggy's isolation, Philip had two children with Agnes, his new wife. Um, And then Iggy was basically moved around from ye old dusty castle to ye old dusty castle. (laughs) And 
those that saw her said that she would spend her days in prayer. Super admirable, because, I mean, I would have been shit-talking Philip the entire yeah, time. If, so. <laughs> absolutely, I wouldn't have been praying. I would have been like, this motherfucker, he knows what's up. So this is how she lived her life for about, like, five to six years. In the meantime, um, the interdict that that lasted for about a year in France... And the people of France were fucking pissed off. They couldn't get married. They couldn't take communion. They couldn't do confession. And the bishops in the land were super conflicted. Who do they obey? The Pope or the King? Because the King is like, no, y'all, y'all keep doing your job. And the Pope is like, better not do your job. And that puts them in such a weird place. You it's know? like and, literal anarchy. Yeah. So... Philip told the Pope, he was like, look, I'm going to put Agnes aside. And this made the Pope happy for a time until he found out that it was liar, liar, pants on fire. And him and Agnes were still <laughs> living together. So the Pope was like, all right, I'm going to excommunicate you. And to be excommunicated for a king, huge, that doesn't just mean that huge. it's not just the king. It's his entire country is excommunicated, which means, like, they can't do anything religious-y. And so Philip is like, fine, fine, but we got kids together, so let, you know, let's let her stay nearby. So poor baby Agnes was sent to a nunnery where she died the next year, and the official cause of death was a broken heart. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I guess it's kind of funny, but also poor Agnes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, he put Agnes aside, but the Pope didn't say, take Iggy out of confinement, you know? Yeah, Iggy was, like, sent to live in a fucking dungeon for, like, oh, yeah. years. Whatever he had to send Agnes away, he made Iggy's life so much harder like he was like all right you're gonna live underground now we say dungeon it was actually like a cellar but same difference they're both underground yeah she was denied her priest she had to pawn her belongings to get like basic shit so So we're not talking mary queen of scots imprisonment like wherever you remember, like, it was like, she was in prison, but she was living in these castles, and she still had her servants and stuff. No, bitch, no. this is jail. <laughs> she is in prison. Underground, she's like, oh, my God. It was so ridiculous. She spent the next 12 years of her life in, like, this deplorable fucking world. And, and the she- thing was, she was given chances to get out. Philip would come and be like... Why don't you become a nun and you can live above ground? There are plenty of royal women that become rich ass nuns. And she's like, no, I'm queen of France. And so that's another year in the cellar. And then the Pope (laughs) tried to give her a way out being like, oh, maybe you didn't realize when we talked about it earlier, but like, maybe you are super related to Philip. And so we can get you out. And she's she's like, like, no, (laughs) I'm queen. Of, I'm not related to him. I'm queen of France. And so then Philip's like, all right, snitches get stitches, like less food for you. And Ugh. Iggy somehow gets a letter out to the Pope 
explaining her living conditions in 1203. So keep in mind, they've been married for 10 years. Yeah. She has been in this country for 10 years. So like, she's like 28. She's been living in prison for 10 years. And she explains to the Pope, like, look, my clothes are falling apart. And the clothes that I have that aren't falling apart don't fit me anymore because I'm so skinny because I only eat once a day. And I live in this shitty place and I have no sunlight. I have nothing to look at. I'm going crazy here. And the Pope is just like, this is the, it comes to a head and the Pope is just like, this is enough. I am done with these people. Why, like, why are, are you both you... so stubborn? It's so true. I mean, Ugh. maybe if he'd given her a try for a little bit, maybe they'd find something in common. Maybe The Pope goes to Philip and is like, you cannot treat an actual princess like this. This has gone on long enough. And he sends a mediator to France to try to work it out between them. The mediator's like, oh, look, I can get you a better living conditions, but if, if you would just, like, agree to an annulment. And she's like, you're not listening. I am queen of France. Malay, Malay, Francais. Roma, Roma. Roma, Roma. <laughs> she pissed. So she the mediator, <laughs> she pissed. So the mediator goes to Philip and is like, first of all, you got to feed her. You gotta give her clothes. You gotta give her some shit. We can yeah. definitely excommunicate you if you don't. Mm-hmm. And like we said, that's the excommunication is like such a big deal for all of your people. And then um, the the mediator guy was like, "Oh, and also, if anything happens to her, <laughs> we're gonna blame it on you." Because I mean, again, this is medieval times. He could have like so easily poisoned her and been like, "Oops." Well, 12th century just, causes, or I guess now they're in 13th century, 13th century causes. Something happened. So they're, so they're like telling him, like, we got our fucking eye on you if she turns up poisoned one day. But no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Philip is like, she's a witch. <laughs> and the Pope was just like, no. We're not even playing. <laughs> so this is literally. I love that because, like, throughout history, that's what. That's something that's thrown around so often for women. Like, she's a witch, blah, blah, blah. And I just love that the Pope was like, no. No. Like, we're not even no. going to entertain the idea that she was a witch. <laughs> because that's, that's literally where we got our drink recipe from was he declared that she was a witch and put a spell on his penis to make him a limp dick. And yeah. so he was impotent that day. And so they exactly. never Yeah, like, he told yeah. everybody... Um, like, no, we didn't have sex on our wedding night because she cursed me, so I couldn't she's get it She's a witch. Up. So she's a witch. <laughs> but I just love that the Pope was like, I'm going to stop you there. No. No. We're not doing that. <laughs> but Iggy's living conditions did improve after the Pope's buddy visited, which really 10 years too late. Jesus Christ. 20 years in isolation, y'all. Yeah, like, so like the Pope's, the Pope's buddy visited in 1203 iggy did not actually like enter society until 1213 so she the next 10 years were at least lived much more comfortably than the first 10 years but 
Philip one day was like, he's like, hey, I'm going to use her as a pawn. <laughs> use her for uh, what? Political for political gain. gain. So the French and English were like about to go to war over like whatever, because I feel like you could just write the history of Europe and it's just like, England and France hate each other. Yeah, they're they're always going to war over something. So England and France are about to go to war over fill in whatever. It's like a Mad Libs, like fill in whatever here. (laughs) But Denmark was also super annoyed with England. And so Philip was like, oh, yeah, I don't have a wife. I want all of those Danish ships. Because like we said, they had like this baller fucking navy. Ships on ships on ships. And he was like, actually, I want that navy over there. Oh, yeah, I got this bride. Like, and so he pulls. He's such an asshole. (laughs) And like, the thing is, her brothers have been trying to get her out of this confinement for the last 20 years. Uh. And they're just like, they're just like, come home. We will send you a ship. Come home. We'll get you another marriage. Just come home. And she's like, Queen of France. And they're just like, what What can you do with somebody that doesn't want to help themselves? You know? Fuck this Philip dude. But Fuck yeah, him. so now Philip is like, my lovely bride, my wife of 20 years, get over here. <laughs> when I say fuck this dude, when we say fuck this dude. I'm not alone. All of Denmark was like, this guy's a garbage person. Yeah, and Iggy's two brothers who had been like king of Denmark during this time tried to help her out, but she was like, no, bitch, I'm not coming home. So they thought he was a dick. Yeah. And all of France was like, oh my God, our king is such a dick. He's like getting us excommunicated and shit. Like my, I couldn't get married. So now my children are illegitimate. So they're like, fuck this dude. And the Pope yeah. was like, the Pope, I was like, oh, fuck this dude. I'm a Pope. I don't like you. And he's a dick. <laughs> and he's a dick. And it's a, it's a limp. You so know? Iggy, <laughs> yes. So Iggy is like a huge PR move at this point. Mm-hmm. Like She is like scandal on scandal. So Iggy is let out of ye old dusty castle. And she is finally recognized as Queen of France. By finally him. finally it has happened to, to me. me by the king <laughs> I'm, I'm the queen of france <laughs> so she was set up in her own fucking palace with her own fucking household that but- was a nowhere near philip philip's household because why would they want to see each other <laughs> Nope. So she didn't nope. hold any political clout or have a hand in running the country in any way. But she did come around for, you know, Christmas and other gatherings and big queen thingies. Because she is queen of France. That's what she's been telling everyone for 20 years. And finally, now she is queen of fucking France. Late 30s, living her best life. She's been starved. She's been degraded. She's been imprisoned. But god damn it, she's a fucking queen. It, I'm so happy for her. Like, I am so happy for her. <laughs> like, I, know, right? I would have I gone mean. home two months in. 20 years. 20 years this woman lived in confinement. Lived in like, isolation. Deuces. 
Deuces. She didn't have Skype. She didn't have Zoom. She didn't have <laughs> Facebook. She didn't have Netflix. You know, she Neither lived well. in a cellar down by the river. And now she's queen. And it's like, in her mind, she must have been like, I told y'all. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Truth. Truth. God told me. And I told y'all. So y'all better believe it. So... Philip died 10 years later in 1223. You know, those 10 years of the two of them were, you know, friendly and cordial with each other, but they never, like... They never spent, spent the, the night. night together. They never both. They never... Oh, definitely not. And when Philip died, he wrote in his will that Iggy would be treated as the Dowager Queen and that she would, like, be given money and lands and treated well. She would continue to like participate in royal activities. She and she was given so much land. And like, money, I feel, honey. <laughs> I feel like her Yeah, so she was like when we say given land, she was given like counties or whatever that she would like earn like property taxes off of and stuff. Because mm. her her stepsons that became like the queen the kings after Philip could have very easily, because there's a lot of like kings that didn't like complete their father's wells. So those they could have just easily been like, no, we don't owe this lady anything. But I think mm. those kings felt sorry for her. Yeah. And so they gave her the best lands. They gave her the best castles. She lived the rest of her life on easy fucking street. No longer is she like pawning off her fucking toenails for a meal, bitch. Like, she's fine. So she ended up like founding this priory where she spent most of her time. She dedicated the rest of her life to religious studies and funding and running religious houses. And she paid for masses for Philip's soul each week for the rest of her life. Which, I don't know. If it was me, I don't know. I don't think I would have done it. But, um, <laughs> she, one, she's more pious a person than I am, obviously. And two, it was probably made her look good. You know? Like, like oh my God, can you move. believe she's paying for masses for his soul every weekend, even though he, like, oh, what a saint. Maybe she was aiming for sainthood. Olga of Kiev. Yeah, yeah. St. Olga's descendant over here being a hard-headed, savage motherfucker. So she be dead in 1237. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say that. Let's say that differently. <laughs> Let's not say that that way. So she okay. did. So just say like she died. <laughs> so she died in 1237. So she would have been in her early 60s. So she lived a pretty long life. She outlived Philip by 14 or 15 years. And she was buried on the grounds of the priory she founded. And she loved so much. So, so this hard-headed woman spent 20 years of her more than 40-year reign as Queen of France in absolute isolation in horrible circumstances. So your isolation with your food delivery doesn't sound quite so bad now, does it? Nope. So let's raise a glass to oh, Miss. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bump my Denmark. glass up against no, I'm gonna my make microphone. The sound. I'm gonna make the sound. 
Cheers. To, I- to Iggy. <laughs> Thanks so much, everybody. Love y'all. Mwah. So thanks for listening. If there's something you want to hear, just like hit us up. You can email us at queenshistorypodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter. We're at queens underscore podcast. We're on SoundCloud and Stitcher. And follow us on iTunes at Queens Podcast. All one word. All smushed up. Queens Podcast. Um, Follow us on Facebook. Thanks, guys, for listening. Cheers. Bye, girl. Clink, clink. <laughs> what did it take to survive an ancient siege? Why was the cult of Dionysus behind so many slave revolts in ancient Rome? What's the tragic history and mythology behind Japan's most haunted ancient forest? We're Jen. And Jenny. From Ancient History Fangirl. Join us to explore ancient history and mythology from a fun, sometimes tipsy perspective. Find us at ancienthistoryfangirl.com or wherever you get your podcasts.